This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Jim, you just posted a crazy video on our social feeds. Yeah, this is from an arena in Rochester, New York, and <laughs> this guy's flooding the ice. Just a normal day if it wasn't 2020. Uh-huh. And uh, Zamboni driver. He's, yeah. a, he's on a Zamboni. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's on the Zamboni, and uh, all of a sudden, some like red liquid comes out some oil some sort of fuel or something like that trails behind him it catches on fire the whole zamboni's on fire and the guy continues to drive it how is he on there (laughs) (laughs) so he's driving it from one way from one end of the ice all the way to the other the whole side or the whole back end of it is on fire i can't believe this guy is still driving it, but he is a hero. He, he keeps driving it until it looks like it's out the garage door that goes out to where you dump like the snow. And yeah. he continues to go so the, the ice he's doesn't get He's not ruined. oblivious to the fact that Zamboni's <laughs> on fire. No, he doesn't have his earbuds in. Ice, ice, baby. That's right, Gary. No, I don't know. Flood that ice. I am a hero. I don't know if he doesn't want to ruin the ice because he loves ice. He's like a Zamboni guy, so he's clearly passionate about it. Fire and ice do not mix. Or if he's just that, he doesn't want the sprinkler system to go off. But that guy's on it for a good solid 15 seconds as it is engulfed in flames. Wow. Yeah, he, he probably, there's kids watching. You can hear him in the video. It's, it was a children's hockey practice. Yeah, he didn't want to get anyone to get hurt. He was uh, doing doing what he thought he had to do. Yikes. Hopefully he's okay, he wasn't hurt. But that is, uh, yeah, welcome to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Zambonis are on fire. <laughs> Who thought that was possible? Yeah, not a good, not a good situation. I wonder what the ice was like afterwards. Did they continue with play? Or? Well, it stayed completely in the fuel or oil or whatever that is. So I yeah. think uh, Might be a little night's ru- over. A little rut down the middle. <laughs> a Zamboni-sized rut down the center of the ice. <laughs> you want to see the video, check it out. Taz and Jim on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're getting pretty darn close to Halloween, and there's been some debate as to what Halloween is going to look like this year. Mm-hmm. Will there be trick-or-treating? Well, some good news on that front. Chief Public Health Officer Dr. Teresa Tam said in yesterday's briefing in Ottawa that there is no need to cancel Halloween as long as everyone can follow the rules. Oh! <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. The bad news is you know nobody's going to follow the rules. Yeah. Someone's going to ruin it for everybody. The rules aren't too bad, but it's they're very vague and not very helpful. <laughs> she said that you could use different fabrics and get creative, and you can turn your day-to-day face mask into part of your costume. Yeah, I guess that's easy, yeah. Mortal Kombat! Okay. <laughs> Everybody is Everybody's going to be Mortal Kombat this yeah. year. Or a surgeon. <laughs> There's some interesting ideas, she says, where people are handing out treats at the end of a hockey stick or something. I just, it's funny that these are our Canadian politicians. It always comes down to a hockey stick, doesn't uh-huh. it? I've seen videos, people uh, shooting candy out of a cannon. I don't know if that's a safe... Yeah. That seems like a more dangerous way to give out candy. Well, I don't feel comfortable shooting shooting treats at kids with a hockey stick either, to be honest. 
Well, only wrist shots, Jim. You know? <laughs> no clappers. Yeah, you don't want to. No high sticks. <laughs> Line up Reese's peanut butter cups yeah. and just take slap shots at the kids mm-hmm. <laughs> as they stand on the sidewalk. <laughs> hey, can I have one of those? Coming right up. <laughs> That's great. You could use a pool noodle to tell your kids how far they should be standing apart from each other. Okay. There are ways to manage this outdoors. It all seems so silly. I mean, it's like they're like flipping a coin of what's acceptable. Like literally two days ago, you couldn't see your parents. Uh Uh-huh. And now millions of kids can go door to door. It's just like they don't even, nothing makes sense. Yeah. Well, free candy though, Jim. Let's focus on the positive. Trick-or-treating, according to uh, Dr. Tam, is an acceptable practice this Halloween. Dexter is returning to television. Yeah. They're bringing back the show about the serial killer who tries to only kill bad people, Jim. I think so. I only watched the first season. What? I thought it was okay. I'm glad I didn't get too invested because everybody hated the finale and the the turn it took. You got to watch until the end of the season with John Lithgow. John Lithgow is fantastic. He plays another serial killer that Dexter's hunting. And the end of that season, that's where the show should have ended. Mm. It, it was fantastic. Did you watch it all the way to the end? Yeah. And the it's one of the most disappointing final seasons in mm. television history for sure. Mm. So I guess they're taking a mulligan. I don't know if they're going to acknowledge the fact uh that it, the show ended terrible if they're going to reboot and ignore or if they're going to pick up where they left off. I hope he falls into a black hole, goes back in time, retcons the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be a multiverse situation? <laughs> Are we going into the Dexter uh, multiverse? <laughs> Seems to be what all the, the mo- movies and shows are doing now. If they make a mistake, just erase it from your memory. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spider-Man has a new movie coming out about um, the multiverse. Yeah, because like Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire are somehow also going to be Spider-Man. Right? What? I didn't hear that news. Yeah. There's going to be three Spider-Mans, the guys who all played it. Uh, and then of course Tom Holland, who's still the the main Spider Man. But they just did the animated multiverse, it, it, and that movie was good. It was a, it was perfect. That was a perfect movie. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to top. So Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are gonna be in the new Spider Man movie. Yeah, I don't as know. Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. What? I, I don't know if it's the Flash is doing the same thing because the Flash is doing a. Uh, uh, altered timeline thing, and uh, Michael Keaton signed on to play Bruce Wayne. Okay, th- that's so annoying, because even the final Avengers kind of did something like that, too. And I know that's the storyline, but like they also go back in time and they change. Yeah. It's t- it's so unoriginal. Uh, well, I we don't know if, if that's going to happen with Dexter. Sometimes, like, horror movies and stuff, they just completely ignore, like, four of the sequels, right? <laughs> I like that, yeah. Yeah, they're like, okay, uh, remember uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 through 7? They never happened. They could have okay? done that to a couple Star Wars movies, too, and I don't think anybody would have minded. Yeah, Halloween, right? They did. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, all those middle Halloween movies didn't count, uh, <laughs> just one and two. And Jamie Lee Curtis is back, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody that, cool? Did that work for you guys? Sure. 
Dexter returning. Michael C. Hall will be reprising the role as uh, Dexter. It's going to be um, on Showtime, the uh, the channel that ran the show originally from 2006 to 2013. And uh, we don't have a release date yet, but Dexter, it's true. He's, mm. he's coming back to TV. Jim, Kraft Dinner is embroiled in a scandal right now. Really? Yeah. A macaroni and cheese scandal. Uh-oh. They came up with a marketing campaign uh, on Twitter called Send Nudes. That's nudes <laughs> spelled N-O-O-D-S, short for noodles. Yeah. But people got very upset because... Uh, you know the hashtag send nudes uh, usually refers to naked pictures of somebody. Yeah, right? you're, you're requesting let me see, a nude picture. Let yeah. me see you naked. Um, they didn't like that uh, they were sexualizing macaroni and cheese. And Kraft has caved. They've they've pulled all send nudes references from their websites and their social media. You just can't have any fun anymore, can you? Here's a, uh, this is the, the commercial they were running, the promo that they had online. Uh, Vanessa Bayer from Saturday Night Live is in this thing. In these strange times, people are in need of extra comfort. That's why it's always a nice gesture to send nudes. So they know you're thinking of them. I'm talking about nudes, not nudes. I want there to be no confusion. Do not send nudes. Definitely send nudes. Send nudes early and often to everyone. Send nudes never. I mean, maybe to yourself, but even then, sparingly, unless you're talking about nudes, in which case, send away. In the event that there's any confusion about this, let's take a step back. Always send nudes. Never nudes. The only thing you should never not send is nudes. <laughs> Makes sense. Kind of funny, right? Sure, you know, they're just having fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's but a good pun. You can't make any jokes anymore because people don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess the request generally is aimed towards women when you say send nudes. But people in, in couples, they gladly send nudes back and forth. It's uh -huh. not like it's always a harassment. Yeah. Right. Nudes. <laughs> I could go for some craft dinner now. I need yeah. some nudes. And I don't know what these people are talking about that they're sexualizing mac and cheese because it, to me it's always kind of been sexual, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've heard the sound that craft dinner makes oh, when you stir man. it in the pot. <laughs> oh, you don't have to make it. Please stop. Okay, yeah, don't do this campaign anymore. Yeah, yeah you know. I'm just stirring my craft dinner, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about the the scandal that Kraft Dinner is involved in, Jim. They uh, had a marketing campaign, hashtag send nudes. Um, a play, obviously, on um, send nude pictures mm -hmm. of yourself to me, please. Mm -hmm. That's what that hashtag usually means. If you're not familiar with the internet, how it works. <laughs> but they spelt nudes with two O's instead of a U. Referencing noodles, you know, clever play on words. Uh, at least they thought so. The marketing department over at Kraft thought it was a good idea, but then the internet did its thing and they got outraged that macaroni and cheese was being sexualized. Mm -hmm. And we're getting a lot of comments about this story on our Facebook page here. Yeah, Lance says, This was the best marketing I've ever seen for KD ever, LOL. 
Nicole says, dang it, Karen, I want my free nudes. Uh, Cameron says, the wording in Kraft's statement about it shows they didn't even think it was offensive. Uh, people are just looking for stuff to be offended by nowadays. Andy says, sounds like the internet decided to hashtag send prudes. There you this go. is an awesome campaign. I didn't know about it until this post. Otherwise, I certainly would have sent noodles to friends and family. It's a cute pun, making for a lighthearted campaign. Mm. Becca says, I think we've hit a new level of insanity that this is actually a thing to be upset about. Yeah. I, you know, I, everybody is agreeing with like the fact that it's who cares. But to be honest, I, at first that's what I thought too. But realistically, it is for kids. And craft dinner. Yeah, I mean, I know we all smash it in college like crazy, and you know, as adults, you we can still enjoy craft it. dinner at any point in your sure, life. Sure, but the vast majority, you win a million dollars, you know, with the fancy ketchups. Whenever you want to enjoy craft <laughs> dinner. Now that was a good commercial. Did you see the craft dinner commercial that the bare naked ladies guy did? No, no. Is this recent? Yeah, and he was uh, he was enjoying craft dinner with hmm. uh, like his bathrobe on, monogrammed robe, like he was a millionaire. And Dijon ketchup. And Dijon ketchup, exactly. But you know, if it is for kids and they see these advertisements, like how long until like a six year old is telling their mom to send nudes anytime they want craft dinner? It's a little uncomfortable, no? Yeah, I I get it. I see that side of the argument, and that's where you're leaning, Jim. Yes. Look at you growing up. No, because, you know... So proud. And and also, you damn well know Kraft Dinner knew this was going to be controversial, and this is part of the plan. Like, uh-huh. it's free press, you know, realistically. Yeah. They may have, from the start, said, okay, we'll run the campaign for a couple weeks, then we'll cancel it to get even more publicity. Of course. Those two dum-dums on the radio, Taz and Jim, you know they'll just uh, run with this, pick it up instantly. Yeah, it's internet marketing. The Karens are helping. <laughs> you know, the more controversy, the better, right? Yeah. But seriously, kids are going to be saying send nudes to their parents now. It's going to be very uncomfortable. You know, my uh, Our friend Mike Mullis just sent us a message. Says that send nudes sounds like a misunderstanding that the champ would have. <laughs> I says pardon? Pardon? He says send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, your favorite television show is back for another season. <laughs> oh, buddy. Now, my favorite television show, I just got into it last year by watching uh-huh. Bachelor in Paradise. So I got hooked. Yeah, uh, this, is, this is your show with your girlfriend. The two of you like to sit down and uh, and watch the show together. Yeah. Since she moved in, you've become a big Bachelor, Bachelorette fan. She gets emotional. She loves like the love part of it. I love trashing everybody who's on the show. Uh-huh. So many goofballs that have applied for this thing. But uh, watching the show, Taz... Who shows up? A guy from Hamilton, Ontario. What? This isn't Bachelorette Canada. No. This is like the actual Bachelorette, and there's a there's some hammer representation <laughs> on it. Yeah, this is the real deal Bachelorette. There's two guys from Canada, one guy from Calgary who just got the boot last night, and uh, this guy from Hamilton who's doing awesome, by the way. His name's uh, Blake. And there's so many douches on the show. Like, there's the guy from Harvard who shows up, and he's got this long scarf on. And, you know, there's guys showing up and trying way too hard. Like, this one guy shows up, and he's wearing a straight jacket. You know, they're all trying to make an impression right when uh-huh. they get out of the car. They get out of the limo the first uh, yeah. time they meet. Yeah. This guy's wearing a straight jacket. He doesn't address why he's wearing the straight jacket, and then everybody goes inside and they're having drinks. He wore the straight jacket all night and didn't take it off, and nobody was talking to him. 
<laughs> just desperate for attention. Everyone ignores him. Yeah, and there's another guy. He's like got a bunch of arm tattoos, which are cool and stuff. But he, on his knuckles, he's got soup on like S O U P on one knuckle, on his like fingers. on his fingers, and nuts on the other one. Soup and nuts. Not needless to say, he got the boot the first night as well. Uh-huh. Soup and nuts. What are you thinking? I don't so know. So tell me more about this Blake so, guy from Hamilton. So he's a wildlife expert or a wildlife manager, whatever that means. He seems like a cool dude. He's 29, uh, got a beard. He's a, he's a beefy fella, good-looking cat. Hunk? Certified Angus Certified beef? hunk. Um, and this is what uh, their first meeting when he gets out of the car. Just a normal guy. Finally! <laughs> I said the same. Oh. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Thank I'm you. Of course. Blake. I've, I have waited way too long for this. <laughs> same. same, same, same. My heart's pounding. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? It's a good, it's Are a good pound. No, it's a good pound. It's a good pound. And look, there's been like four months now where I've been wanting to tell you something. What? <sighs> I gotta wait. You can tell you inside. Oh, okay, stop. There's, too, there's too much to know. Just a tease. Yes, yeah, the tease. Smooth Gives her the hug. Anyway, pretty smooth, but it's not that smooth. But compared to all the other guys, that was a good. That was a good first impression. What did he say about a good pounding? He said, "My my heart's pounding," and she's like, she touches his heart. He's like, "It's a good pound." Oh yeah, and I know about good pounds. I know about good pounding. Yeah. I'm Blake from Hamilton. <laughs> you want to see the hammer? Hello. <laughs> um, and you know what? He broke some rules actually. Uh-oh. Um, beforehand, careful, Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bad boy. Um, you're not allowed to reach out and like message them on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, you're not allowed to reach out to the bachelor. You know, you're supposed to, there's supposed to be communication, no communication uh-huh. whatsoever. He did and broke the rules, but she, uh, she liked it. The fact that you risked not coming on here and putting that on the line, um, at a time where I was really struggling. She was in quarantine. It meant everything to me. She was lonely. Taking the risk for something you believe in. She crying about it? And for um, something emotional. you care about. I mean, take the risk every single time. And you were the only man that did that. Yes, Blake! And I cannot even tell you how much that meant to me. Oh, here, wait. I'll speak about risk. <laughs> speak about risks. Oh, he goes for risks. the kiss. <laughs> he kissed her first night? Thank you so much. I think he's the only guy who did kiss her. Double kiss? Double kiss. Blakester. Now, he didn't get the first impression, Rose. That went to somebody else, and Blake was a little disappointed. (laughs) I love how I'm so into this. I know all this stuff, but... Uh, he, it seems to be good. She now the, the thing about this woman, her name is Claire, the Bachelorette. She is technically the oldest Bachelorette contestant ever, uh-huh. uh, like who has been like the main person. So she's uh, you know she's a little sensitive about it. She's been on the show. Uh, the Bachelor once, she's been on Bachelor in Paradise twice. So this is like in her mind the last kick at the can, right? Sure. So that's why I think she's crying How old a lot. Is she? She's very emotional. She's 39, so she's like, you know, she's Oh yeah, she's got one more year and then no, it's all done. No. She's still beautiful. <laughs> but you can tell inside and out. Yeah, but there's a lot of they're teeing up the next week, Taz, and there's like a lot of drama going on. Is she gonna leave? There's a lot of stuff. Who knows what's gonna happen? But this is the tease for next week, and uh some guy really rubbed her the wrong way. I expected way more from the oldest bachelorette. Sick. Sick. I don't care what I've done to sit there and say you're the oldest bachelorette. Guess what? I'm the oldest bachelorette that's 39 that's standing here that's single because I didn't settle for men like that. Oh, oh yeah. You go, Claire. Now get over here, Blake, and let's talk about that good pounding. <laughs>
The contestant on The Bachelorette, who's from Hamilton, Ontario, his name's Blake. Jim, you found his Instagram account? Jim, you there? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Just posting about Blake. (laughs) (laughs) Did you find his Instagram account? I did, I did. A lot of shirtless pics. Nice. (laughs) Nice. That's what Instagram's for. It is. Uh, I think I found Blake's Facebook. Does he work uh, as like an exterminator? Urban rodent rodent management? Does he get rid of rats? Is that is that his job? What, what I don't did know. they, it's the, what he, did they say on the show? He calls himself a wildlife manager, which I thought was like a zoo, maybe, or like a forest ranger or something, or a farmer, maybe. Uh huh. But is he an exterminator? Which is a great job, also. But yeah. uh, the, everybody's always jazzing their 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 careers up on the Bachelor. Right? Like there's one guy who uh, he, he calls himself a boy band manager, but really he's a boy band cover band manager. So, like, they're not even still real a boy, bands. Still a boy band. I guess so, but it's not like he's managing NSYNC. He's he's managing, like, the Front Street Boys or whatever play on words they use for the Backstreet Boys. And then there's another guy who calls himself a male grooming specialist. He sells razors. Which, again, not, nothing wrong with that, but you don't need to, like... Male grooming specialist. What's he supposed to put? I sell razors. Razor salesman. <laughs> yes, razor salesman. People do the same thing on their resumes, right? You try and make the job you have sound more interesting. I guess so. But there's one guy on there. Uh, his name's Brennan. He's a commercial roofer. That's a great job. He's got a great job for life, and it's a commercial roofer. He's a blue collar dude. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't and that, need to be like, and that's what he calls it. He doesn't call it like uh, top of building yeah, repair but, specialist. Yeah. <laughs> it's just normal. Yeah. Heights worker. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil. No. So I think yeah, I think Blake's an exterminator. Hmm. Good looking guy though. Look at that. Look at that smile. A little twinkle in his eyes. Went in for the kiss night one with the bachelorette. This is exciting. I I think we're we're gonna see this guy win it all. I think so. Imagine because like she has to go back and meet the family, so she's coming back to to Hamilton oh, to yeah. meet his family. Imagine she, the Hamilton. He's from Burlington, it says originally, but he lives in Hamilton now. Oh, okay. So maybe his family's in Burlington. Family might be in Burlington, but either way, it would be great if the Bachelorette can she cross the border. That might be a. <laughs> Am Can I, he come back? Yeah, I think he may need to quarantine. There may be no uh, bringing the bachelorette home to meet the family this year. Oh. How's that going to work? Hmm. Oh, no. Blake may be eliminated just because of the border. Well, no, they, You we, think producers will... They'll Zoom call him, you know, like every other sure. lame meeting. <laughs> Blake from Hamilton. He's our pick. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.